0: Hello and welcome to the Europeans football show where we think it's time to address the elephant in the room. It's been four days since the Euro 2020 final where Italy triumphed on penalties over England. With me to talk about it, to talk England, to talk the final, to talk Euros and to come up with our teams of the tournament is Joel Holt and Marcus Savage. How are you both this morning Marco? let's start with you. Uh, where did you watch it?
1: I was so had well had a family weekend away in Weymouth uh, nice. over the week. I just watched it there Sunday night, but the whole of Weymouth was on lockdown. a lot of London really? undes- basically. so we were staying in like a haven holiday mm. camp every year and there's like a where you have like one of those like mobile home caravans and next door there's like another one. But this is rented out by like 36 different groups of people who are like all part of one family really? which mental and they trashed the place and they also went in once they trashed that place they went into weymouth and trashed weymouth to the point where the pubs were like locked people have lock-ins so these people couldn't get into the pubs right so it's horrific but yeah Heck. watched it watched it uh, with fat watched it with the family quite nice to watch it with watch it with dad i'm sure we might have a few listeners who's Fathers may have never lived through uh, a major final before either. Absolutely,
0: Haven Haven Weymouth is not quite a Joel Holt apartment in like Marbella or America or wherever else he's no. got apartments. I've, is it? I've glitz and glamour. I don't think Joel would
1: have
2: Joel would have liked that. I am partial to a bit of camping though, boys. <laughs> um, I've been been camping a few times with my wife. I, I like it. You know, you get that sense of fresh air and man. well, no. Not normally, <laughs> but, you know, it's good to go camping. I, I wouldn't say it's a first choice, but no, it's, it's enjoyable. Really, really never
0: You would never do something in a tent where there's donkeys around and set up camp there. You would be in some really secure cabin with a fire and all sorts going on indoors where you've got, Marshmallows or over well,
2: it. I do like those lodges, you know the yeah, <laughs> posh lodges have the hot tubs and stuff. Yeah, I guess that's a little bit more more me. Mm. But I'm like, yeah, I'm out for a bit of camping. Privy to uh, <laughs> privy to a bit of, of that. So uh, yeah, sounds uh, sounds quite chaotic that Marco. I think I'd have been quite uh, stressed out.
1: Luckily, I didn't see any of it. But my God, it was uh, the, what you heard from heard from some of the some of the locals. It was they'd never seen anything like this. Out oh. Was this the caravan, sorry, next to you or just on the side? No, this was like, there's like, so you have like the Haven one and then there's like one next to it. Oh, one, okay. You could hear it, but no, it was Weymouth. Weymouth is on another lockdown.
0: Mm. Man, intense. So, um, so me and Joel watched the final together. I went to his house, very kindly hosted. I do have a regret, actually, and my regret is when we got the advantage in the penalty shootout and Pickford saved from, I think the Um something inside me went, this is our time. You know, we're going to do it. I want to capture this moment. And mm. I put my phone down up in the windowsill and I thought I'm going to record this. And you know, huh. what great, what well, a great idea it would be to, to have a clip of mine and Joel's reaction when we finally win the Euros. And it just all went Pete Tong after the second I pressed record. We still had a bit of elation. I mean, Joel was absolute comedy gold in this video. When you, <laughs> when Pickford saves from Jorginho, uh, he runs out to his back garden. He's screaming to the rest of the uh, estate where he lives. Um, he's on his knees when other people are running up to take their penalty, <laughs> shouting, please it's it's absolute gold it's one of the best videos ever but it's a it's a bit it's a big regret joel wow well, mm. none of us have really spoken since yeah i think it's just one of those where everyone's tried to avoid it how you how are you feeling at the moment
2: yeah i'm um, i'm still feeling heartbroken to be honest with you um i've tried to explain it to the wife but it's just you know doesn't understand as, as i think a lot of other people don't but uh yeah i still feel really raw mate when i woke up on the Monday morning, yeah, I could really understand what hit me, and um, obviously we had a few beers, didn't we, on uh, on Sunday, and, and what didn't help was when Pickford saved Jorginho's I forgot that we had to yeah, score to, to, yeah. to stay in, so I was sort of yeah. getting carried away, I thought, yes, it's about the sudden death, but, and then of course I realised that that wasn't the case, And then Saka missed, and that was it. <laughs> yeah, you didn't know, did you? Oh, I just lost track of it, mate, and that was, I think that was the beer, but, um,
1: could we find that video and put it on our social media? <laughs> I mean, we might, I, yeah. We
0: I might need to, uh, it. Yeah. because yeah,
2: there's, there be there's some colourful some... language. Yeah, uh, there is some colourful language. We may need some uh, toning down. But, yeah. Um, yeah, it's just...
1: Yeah, the Maguire's penalty, That's Joel. Like... Were you...
2: Which, which penalty, sorry? Maguire's. Yeah, that was absolutely... I mean, he's been playing the tournament for me. I mean, I know him and Stones, but... That penalty, get in there. Oh man. I he... Broke the camera. Oh never seen incredible. More... <laughs> it, was... In it was just incredible. Bro- broke the camera. What, what... Yeah, man. what a penalty. Him and him and Kane. We got off to such a flying start, didn't we? That was it. It was like, hang on a minute. We're in. This is it. And then of course you meet miss, missed three consecutive penalties. I, <laughs> I might have to take some of the blame. So you know on our last I remember last
1: pod, I said that I've never washed my English shirt. Yeah, you mm. watched it after the Denmark game where we all lost. Like I think every England fan just lo- lost it. The fact we're in a final. I, for some unknown reason, just went outside and poured a whole bottle of beer over me. Genuinely, like Triple H from WWE. <laughs> I literally just took a beer, I uh, poured it on me. Best one of the bet. But then soon you after, the realization of my face, thinking this is gonna <laughs> stink. I'm, I'm going to actually smell horrific. This is going to smell of stale beer. So I had to put it through the wash. So I can't believe Southgate hasn't called me out, to be fair, after listening to the pod last week and knowing what
0: I've done. Do you know what? It's also, this game was the very first game of the tournament. I actually wore my England shirt from Russia 2018. Main reason being I could hardly fit in it these days. But either way, <laughs> I brought it along and Joel was saying, no, you've got to wear it, got to wear it. So I put it on and lo no and behold. There we go, another defeat. Superstitious people have broken our superstitious rules right at the end, and it's probably our fault.
1: Well, yeah, I say what you want about our penalty takers. I a don't think they're too young, and that might be a contentious debate. And b, I don't think that you need a
2: touch before you take a penalty. Actually, I do. I, I actually feel really sorry. Sancho and Rashford, well, for all three of the lads you missed. But I think to come on so cold, they didn't get, what was it? The, literally the, the end of, of extra time. Didn't get yeah, a touch. It's, it, it's exactly nervy, right. it's cagey. They're coming into this and there is a huge pressure on their shoulders to come on to be a hero. Mm. And I sort of think, why didn't we have one of the players? I know hindsight's a wonderful thing. And of course, if they scored and we won, then we wouldn't be talking about it. But why didn't don't one of the players who've been playing all game, um, step up and, and take one. I'd have fancied that... They weren't, they.
0: Really.
2: they were ready. Mm. They did set uh, well,
0: were Well, this this is it. I think they the England camp have said that every session without fail at the end, they practice penalties. And for the whole squad that was available to Gareth at the end, he's come out and said himself, he picked what he thought was the best five. So mm. you can't say... He got it wrong if in every single training session Saka, Sancho, Rash would tuck him away. Yeah, it's just on the night, like you said, the occasion, God, isn't you, it? The occasion, yeah, yeah, and yeah, and I'm not sure about the age, but yeah, I suppose the the two boys who played three seconds before asking, I'm not, yeah, I'm not sure, I'm still not sure how that sits with me at the Eight. moment. I'm not going to slag Gareth off about it, but I just, I. Just thought, I mean, he was he was protecting Sterling again, making sure he could have the absolute maximum amount of game time possible. You know, Sancho and Sterling have, have similar traits. If if you were going to bring Sancho on to take a penalty anyway, just I would have thought maybe give him ten or fifteen to try and, especially on the counter attack as well. But there's a there's a protection over Raheem, I think. Do you? Uh,
1: yeah, but you come on as a in the 118th minute, you know you're being brought on to take a penalty. It's not like they're brought on and, and by the way, they have warm-ups, quite intensive, rigorous warm-ups, both before the game and at half-time. It's not like they've not had a touch on the ball. Mm, it's not the same.
0: Where do they, where do they touch the ball in their warm-ups during the second half and extra time? They just run up and down a line. Yeah, that's not
1: warming up. I mean, come on though. What, what? No. Why is, is so, it- sorry you're not I like I you're not having a like you're not it's not like you're having a touch you're having a shot is that not a touch well it's not like it's not like taking a touch is it why do you need to get a feel of the ball to have a
0: shot when you warm up <laughs> when you warm up to play every single football game do you in your warm up get a football out or do you just run up and down a pitch and stretch?
1: Yeah. How they not in their warm up did they not have a football to warm up?
0: At half time maybe an hour before yeah. they come on.
1: Sorry, they've forgotten what. Sorry, they have forgotten what it feels like.
0: I think you're being quite harsh here, Marco. Yeah, no, I, 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 just don't,
1: I just I think I don't. Well. Think, I just don't think you need. I'm not, I don't want to be harsh. Like I'm not having a go at all at anyone. I think it's a great decision. Rashford's even at a young age. Remember that p- penalty he scored against PSG for United. Mm. They, they think we all banged on him scoring,
2: scoring, didn't we? we?
1: Like, it's, it's, I just don't think you need touches. I just think he's. He, he, just, he said he didn't feel right in himself. I think the subs,
2: the subs were too late. That's, that's the bottom line for me. If they were given 10 minutes, give them a little feel for the game, get them warm up, get them involved, get a few tackles in, uh, get, get their confidence. That's, that's what was key for me. Um, yeah, I mean, you're right. They're probably in, in training. They're the best penalty takers. But the occasion got the, the better of them. Similar to the situation, wasn't it, with France and Mbappe? The whole world on his shoulders. He missed. Switzerland go through. Similar situation, hugely talented player, uh, but the occasion got the best of him. Do we think that penalties are a lottery? Because that's what this
1: is what has divided no. a lot of people. I, Do you know, don't know, they're a lottery.
0: I had, a, I'm sure he's going to be happy that I've brought this up now. Um, Facetimed my dad the other day, and he said, "Right, well, I've got you here. I want to, I've got a gripe that so I want to get off my chest." And he was talking about penalties. And um, he was, it was, it sounds quite an old fashioned thing to say anyway. He was sort of saying, why do the players just run up to the ball and stop and stutter and and da, 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 Mm. with all of the analytics and the data they've got, why do they stutter? It was a difficult conversation to have. Because obviously I think when, when you do those types of run up and you miss, it looks worse than, because, you know, he was saying to me, make your mind up, don't change. And I think, Really, that's quite old school thinking, because even if you make your mind up and don't change and the keeper guesses right and he saves it, you've missed the same. You know, you do you turn around and say it's OK because I didn't change my mind? You've missed all the same. And I sort of said, if anything, the data probably lends itself towards the stuttered run up to try and see if the goalkeeper's body weight is going one way. And then at the last minute, put it the other side. Rashford did exactly that, by the way. He sent Bonnarumma the wrong way. It's just a case of he just dragged it a couple of inches too far. And then he sort of put forward to me, you know, who would you rather have a penalty, you know, be on a penalty? Someone who would stutter like that or someone like Shearer. And I sort said, well, you just named one of the best penalty takers ever. Shearer absolutely run up and smashed the net off, though it's probably Shearer. But um, it's a Ronaldo, very. Ronaldo scored a lot of his penalties with a stutter, wasn't he? Well, and and yeah i know Jorginho's missed a couple this year but he's one of the best in my opinion penalty takers around you know i normally bank on him pickford was an unbelievable save from that one mm. but i just think it's oh it's a very very difficult conversation to have penalties I, I don't i don't know if you can call them a lottery i think you can do all the research you want about where the goalkeeper favours. Goalkeepers can do that, but at the end of the day, even from twelve yards, if he if he jumps the way you kick it, there's every chance, especially Donnarumma at six seven, he's going to get a hand to it. Mm, I don't yeah. think I don't think too many of our penalties
2: were that bad. Yeah, it's interesting you say that because I think my dad said the same thing to me before. Just stick, decide where you're going, don't change your mind, and just go down the middle. Whenever I watch a penalty shootouts, he like, says just go down the middle. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I can't understand why some of these penalties. Obviously, that the, the Italian goalkeeper is massive, isn't he? So he can get down low, get it high into the roof of that. Like McGuire's penalty, I know it's not an easy thing to do, but he's not saving that. Not chance into the roof of the net. You're not getting anywhere near them, are you? But if you put them, you know, uh, a height which you can dive to save, then you give yourself a good good chance. So yeah, I
1: think getting the ball. In the net, then one of those penalties is the hardest thing. Mm. Trying to aim the net, Just yeah, get a bit of height, bit of over. Imagine mm. if uh, Sancho Rashford, I know Rashford hit the post, but imagine if they blazed it over.
0: Like that is. Did one of it it tell- did, no, no. Did one of do What's that? that? No. Semi huh? no. S- final, maybe Italy Spain. I yeah, one of them went over. Yeah, I think days. they did.
2: Oh, Mm, yeah, almost, Olmo,
0: one
1: mm. well went. On. But that is that is probably the not, I'm sure. Obviously, they don't mean to do it. But I think <laughs> that is the, the the abuse that they've bitten has been horrific. Yeah, but I think if they did that. That's. I think that goes down as being even more memorable. It's just in these cases, keep well for uh, for Sancho and Sancho and Saka. keep just guess guess the right way. They were. Mm. You could argue at a comfortable height for a keeper. To save, that's probably one thing you're taught with penalties is to just not put it at that half a meter, half a meter high. Mm.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. Get t- your side netting. T- touching on what you said there about the abuse that they've got, I, s- I probably don't want to talk about it too much because it puts a real downer on it, doesn't it? The tournament we've had, we've got to a final, we got so close to then mm-hmm. have three guys get abused. well I will say. Is although it's absolutely inexcusable and horrific, I do like the rest of the country's reaction to it. It's, I don't think we've done that in the past. We haven't absolutely, you know, stamped on it and said that is horrific. And very quickly, everyone tried to turn the negativity into positivity. Like the, the mural with Rashford, Rashford it's yeah, it's yeah, sensational,
2: it. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. um, yeah.
0: I, I love that. I, I don't, I'm not absolutely convinced. In years and years gone by, we would have done too much about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we, although it's going to be the hardest thing ever to stamp out. You know, people are starting to, in my opinion, wise up and say this ain't on. I tell you, I, I noticed the other day Tom Kearney is part of a group. I don't know if either of you saw this. Who have just made a social media app where it's absolutely essential for verification there's a lot of players um sharing it and i hope that goes really well and i hope to be honest all of the players pretty much transfer their social media accounts over to that to be honest and this is it for the football fan if you want to follow your guys i hope they go over to this app where you can't get in touch with them unless all of your um personal details are, are up there to be seen. Yeah, I know that that's quite a good one. Do you know what it's called? It's called opon opon um I only saw it yesterday and they talked about it on talk sport as well on the radios. Very new. It's um, I I noticed it's, it's Tom Kearney um, and then the Instagram page is following a, uh, it's Josh Windass as well. So I'm obviously son of Dean. So yeah, I think, I think they're two of two of a team that uh, have have set this up. So um, I hope, It goes down that route, to be honest. If I was, if I was in the, they've got contacts, haven't they, in the professional game? If I were them, I'd, I'd route, you know, get everyone together and say, let's, let's go over to this app, and if people want to follow us, then let's go there.
2: Something needs changed, doesn't it? Drastically.
0: So why, why do we think then? So we said about, I suppose, factors that could
1: have, could have missed. Why? What, what do you think it is? Do you think they've missed because
0: of age? No. No, no, no. You can you can argue on the other side, can't you? It's a. I mean, Saka has played this tournament with just no fear, and he's probably surprised everyone that a he was there, mm-hmm. um, you know. Uh, but b his performances have been absolutely brilliant. He's earned the right to start in three or four of these games, and he's been absolutely super. And it's because he's had no fear. He's got on the ball. He's been direct. He's driven. He's gone forward. You can't say that all of a sudden he's now too young to take a penalty. Um, it's just, I mean, I've, I i do not know if I've, I've probably mentioned it before. I've taken three penalties in my competitive life. I've missed all three, and that's playing, you know, a dog and duck on on a Sunday. It, mm. The pressure gets to you at that level. Can you imagine mm. how the pre- regardless of how old you are, um, that pressure is absolutely yeah. incredible.
1: Well, here's the thing that Michael Owen put out the other day. So there have been, here's of players. I, I, I don't think it stands to age at all. And because if you think Rashford has played over. I think it's something like over 200, 250, potentially 300 mm. competitive, high top flight games. Mm. Age doesn't matter. And now here's a list of players, right? Who have, who have missed penalties in major tournaments. Ooh. Pierce, 28. Waddle, 29. This is their age. Yep. Southgate, 25. Batty, 29. Ince, 30. Beckham, 29. Vassell, 24. Carragher, <laughs> 28. Gerard, 26. Lampard, 28. Young, 27. Cole, 32. Good research, thanks.
2: Yeah, it's good. Yeah. It's, good, it's good start there.
1: Just a penalty, isn't it? son you cannot, you cannot expect even Lampard, Gerrard, two of the best, two of the best penalty takers in the Premier League. You cannot expect every time to get the best connection on the ball, and no. for the keeper I guess the right way, because and that's no. that's what it was. like you could Rashford even said he could tell in his run up, because that run up, the reason you do a stutter. Because he's done that stutter. To
2: compose himself.
1: It's all press and so it's like muscle memory. Yeah. He's not doing... It's a routine. It, if he did a run-up and leathered it, he'd probably miss. Because that's uh, yeah. that's not his muscle memory. Now, I'm, yeah. I'm not, not a sports analyst, not a sports psychologist or in sports science, but it's muscle memory. I yeah, take... Well, my pen, not that I'm, I'm not a penalty taker, but I don't suddenly change my action. And my action is a little... Skippy little run-up.
0: I can't believe I score him. But... Harry Harry Keynes was textbook, wasn't it? I've seen Harry Kane do that penalty countless yeah. times and Donna Rummer knew that,
2: but the, just like you said, the, the Couldn't memorize, get anywhere near it. No, absolute power side netting. Yeah. Um, I, I think it was a combination. Let's let's forget the Asian. I think it was a combination of nerves, but also Donna Rummer, you look at him yeah. in the goal, he is absolute giant, isn't he? Yeah. I oh, mean yeah. he makes that goal, which is huge, look yeah. small. Yeah, yeah, and that in itself is a problem because you know he's got an incredible reach.
1: How are you supposed to score against yeah.
2: that? Someone like him, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. obviously, Pickford's a lot smaller, but his agility is just absolutely sensational. Well, that, that, so even the save that led to the corner for their goal
0: mm.
1: was great. Saves. Everyone's having a Gert Pickford saying he should have put that, put that shot
2: that put that header wide. What? No, Bigfoot has had an absolute. I mean, there was a lot of talk wasn't there before the tournament. Who's going to be the number one? We're not sure. Mm-hmm. There's a lot mm-hmm. of competition.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, he was absolutely sensational, Bigfoot. Covered himself in glory. He was brilliant. And those penalty says it's a shame he didn't, we didn't go to um, sudden death because I, I backed him. He was just no. so up for it the whole tournament. Um, absolutely. And, and credit to him. It's a lot to talk about the, the,
1: the, the performance itself. Obviously, we're going to 120 minutes of football. But if we were to sum up, if you could have a couple of words to sum up the whole game in itself.
0: Wow, I don't think I could do that in a couple of words. I was just about to ask you guys yourselves, you know, we've spoken about penalties for a long time. Do we want to talk about the yeah, the game itself and its tactics? A couple of words. Oh I threw, well, let me throw a question out to you. Do you think we scored too early?
1: No, I think that's a horrible that is a horrible thing to. You can't think that. No, no, I know. No, I know.
0: I, yeah. I'm not saying I think we scored too early, but I, there will be, you know, loads of people that would think that. I just want to get your opinions.
1: No, I, I, you can't score too early. Otherwise, what's the point in playing? If you're not going, if you're not playing to score, you're playing to draw. And if you're because playing you're also, to draw, you, you're, you're playing for pen. So, you, I don't think you can score too early. I think that you can. Well, if you if you are in that position where you score early, you have to. Then it's then it's about you. You are then in, it does put you in an awkward position where you have you can either do one or two things: do we protect that one nil draw and hedge our bets, or do we go for it? And I think that we created incredibly little to the point yeah. of we actually did our best chance after that was John Stones' header, which didn't even touch his head. It was the one that was inches. It was Harry Kane's cross. Yeah. That
0: yeah, he shouldered yeah.
1: Way John Jonson's head. Other than that, it's not like against Croatia where we had it, where we scored early and then we had we were in a position where Kane could have squared it to Sterling. We didn't have that.
2: No, I feel like we should have used that momentum. At one 0 you get an early goal, use that momentum, get another goal, and then if you try and go two two through it up, the game's game's over. Then Italy, it's they're you know, chasing the game and leaving mass gaps, aren't they? And that's when you get weird. Rashford and Sancho on.
0: Yeah, it's one of those where if you look at the numbers after the game, it looks like we've been absolutely battered and to a degree Italy Italy were better than us in terms of the football they played. But we we did after we scored an early goal, we decided and I can see why they did it, because it was the a lot of the approach we spent the rest of the tournament. It was a case of go and then break us down Italy, and we do have pace on the break to hurt you if if we want to. You know, go that go down that route, but they scored from set piece, second, you know, second phase of a, a rebounded corner, wasn't it? So, mm-hmm. open play, they didn't have he, another
1: chance. Well, a, a, as good as one, they had Jays has had a shot from outside yeah. the box, yeah,
0: missed, but nothing one on one. It wasn't really, was it? In open play, they didn't really cut through us. I thought we did defend quite well on the whole. I thought. I thought sort of De- Declan probably had his better game of the tournament. Um, I thought Phillips was sensational throughout the tournament. Those two were hard to play through, and once you did, the back three were all sensational. Um, all three of them had brilliant tournaments. Luke Shaw's defensive, you know, but I was definitely in the Chilwell camp before the before the tournament started, especially if we were going to play three. I thought Chilwell gives us so much more, but Luke Shaw's been been absolutely superb. Yes. Um, yeah i i don't think i don't think we can say we necessarily scored it's it's just from a from a fan's point of view it wasn't it wasn't that entertaining for us to get behind in terms of we didn't create a load and it's because to a degree we might have scored early and thought we can win this because we you know we are defensively really good and you're going to have to break us down and it's just that would have been right if we didn't you know it's it's a it's a bit of you know, i I hate set piece goals. I absolutely can't stand them. I know there's work that's gone into them and blah 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 but oh I it, it drives me nuts when when I don't even normally celebrate when we score from set piece goals to be honest. When you can see them I just think you horrible people. It's yeah. it's disgusting. And, you know Pickford's made one of the best saves of the tournament before that as well, isn't he? How he's got yeah. down and just touched that onto the post. Incredible. Just so happens that Bonucci's just right there, you know, right there ready to go. It's it's also,
1: yeah. centre-backs that must have over <laughs> 2,000 games <laughs> like, and have must have scored so many goals from set pieces, that's one of their dangers and it just so happened that they're in the right place at the right time
0: yeah it's, it's
2: very frustrating i think uh, just your point on the um set pieces chat it's interesting you say that because i think set pieces no well not necessarily <laughs> i love them but i think set pieces is the one moment in the game whether it's a free kick or a corner when two sides say you know for argument's sake in, in different golfing class say it's man united be someone in yeah, the national league yeah, say Salisbury. Yeah, yeah yeah Salisbury have a chance of scoring oh i because absolutely it's agree 10 against 10 or whatever that's your chance. So I know, obviously, it's a little bit different with England, Italy, but that's what I like about them. is You never know what's going to happen. Um, mm.
0: So it's just the, th- pu- the the purest in me likes to see goals where you just cut through, um, and you know, set pieces. Yeah. I know they can be cleverly worked with movements and blocked runs and mm. blah blah blah. It it generally will come down to the, the the idiot who's big and ugly has a chance to just bundle their way through someone it's just not pure is it
2: some some of the set piece goals it's just a question for you both on the set pieces now we see this quite a lot and calvin phillips did it quite a lot in a four-man wall phillips that goes like sort of lies on the floor behind the wall yeah um i mean can either of you see any
0: point in that absolutely yeah because yeah because it stops for one it instantly takes away the free kick taker going under the wall. Yeah. Because I've, I mean, I've seen De Bruyne over the last couple of years score about three of those where the walls jumped he each one under them. But also, because you take away the fact that they can't go under, it allows the wall to jump with no, you know, with no, um, it's just not going to go under them. They can jump as high as they want. You can't score over, you can't score under. If, if the walls jump in, and you know, is it Damsgaard who scored against us? And he absolutely yeah. puts the dip on that. Yeah, that's incredible, isn't um, it? That he did. Then you say fair play. Um, mm. I suppose. Yeah, it, yeah. The only the only gripe I've got with them sometimes is the goalkeeper starting positions. Yeah. Um, sometimes I look at someone before the free kicks even taken, and I thought, regardless of where you put this, you're not beating that goalkeeper when he stood there. Whenever you see someone very close to one of the posts, you think, wow, as long as you get it up and over, you scored. He's not getting across to that. Mm. It's, um, that's the only gripe I have. Yeah. What I about think, you,
1: Marco? Well, that actual free kick for Dansgaard's free kick. Pickford came under criticism, didn't he, about being in the wrong place? But have you seen the stats on that free kick at about the speed that it was travelling and from what Pickford could see? He had something like I think it was 0.1 seconds to react. Now, the human, I thought it was something like 0.13 seconds or something to react. Now, the, the, the best reaction time, so like an Olympic standard reaction time, is something like 0.11 or 0.12. Now, right. how can Pick then see that ball coming over the goal, judge the dip, bend his legs to then jump, to then reach his arm out, to then monitor, this, monitor where that ball's going, Get a strong hand to it. You, you can't. I, and by the way, first free kick scored in the whole tournament. It was it was an a, incredible piece of technique. It, uh, yeah, and yeah, it, really it was, was nothing. You no keeper in the world of saving that. No, you, you couldn't save it at all. And yeah, it's it's one of those one of those ones that you just got. To, I sat. There, we all sat there and just got to go. Fair play. It sucks because obviously they went one nil up, and we thought, oh god, we're going to go out in the semi, Denmark. But you sometimes just have to sit there and go. Fair play. What a free kick?
0: Yeah, I'm not. We've already mentioned that Pickford's just had the tournament of his life. I just think from from that individual free kick, you're absolutely right. You know the reaction time, the speed, the dip. I still, I don't think you'll change my mind on if he takes one big step to his right. You know, in terms of his start position, I think he'll get across to it. But I'm not gonna. Who cares? We won the game. It's it's irrelevant. I, you know, we're just talking about free kicks at the moment, and that was my opinion.
2: Mm-hmm. Absolutely Just going back to the two words Marco I've got elation Obviously we went um, one and up And then heartbreak Which I think sort of uh, yeah, I think sums that up the I, game I, I fell into that trap Didn't tournament. we The
1: trap that when uh, Trippier scored Against Croatia early on in the semi-final You just think your mind is going through So many scenarios isn't it About what the celebration is going to be like How am I going to celebrate tonight and that's mm. three minutes in. That's a long game of football. That is another. You have got another eighty-seven minutes at the bare minimum to stop a goal going in. We fell into that trap. But I, yeah, I, I agree with. I, I agree with both. Of you. I agree with Jack, especially when, right. Try and break us down, which they couldn't. Mm. From a set piece, um, was it was about it, and rightly so. We did have pace. Uh, I agree. I, is I, is I, there any? I, to be honest, I know we didn't create much, but do we? But that's Southgate. Everyone owes Southgate an apology because everyone was in, along the lines of, I don't care if we play conservatively and go far. I want us to use all of these, like our Fodens, our Grealishes, our Mount, play all three, have no pace and score. I was the same, score all the goals and play this incredible foot with such technically gifted players. But Southgate played conservatively, and got us to the first final in 55 years. And it was exactly the same in that game. Do we... Try and play conservatively and win the game, or do we go for it and try and score more? But if we did that in a final, if we went one nil up early doors and then we concede three to Italy, which is very possible, Southgate's people are calling for his head.
0: Mm, I'd agree with that.
2: Yeah, I mean, defensively, he got it absolutely spawned not me from the back. Walker, Maguire, Stones, the best, best three, I think, uh, in the whole tournament, and we, we built from there. And that that was that was the key. It was a lot of choppy and changing going forward. People, as you say, were not happy with Southgate for some of his choices. Why isn't Grealish playing? Why isn't Sancho playing? Rashford didn't even get a look in, but he picked the team for each um, each opponent. And I don't think we really can can criticise him for that. I think there are times I would have liked to have seen Rashford and Sancho come on and get pace and, and, and counter. But um, yeah, got us to the final and. Nearly, nearly did it,
0: didn't he? Can either, can either of you remember what you said uh, would be your ideal eleven before the tournament? I know it's always formation and opponent dependent, but Marco, can you remember what you would have called Yeah, me? yeah. Before the tournament,
1: I was going to 4 2 3, 1. I was going Pickford on the right-hand side. I was going Walker and two centre-backs, Stones and Maguire. And left-back, I was in Cheerwell, Camp Cheerwell. Yeah. And then in the two mid two holding midfield, I think I started off with I think I started off with Henderson and Mount as your two holders. Hendo playing as a pivot and Mount playing as an eight. And then I had Sterling, Grealish, and Foden as my three, and then Kane up front. Mm. Imagine if we played that. We'd, we'd, we'd have lost, or we'd certainly
0: conceded many more chances. See, I, I definitely, I would have, uh, before the tournament, I said I would have played a three-four-three three in like a, a box four midfield. So two number tens as opposed to wide men who are quick. And maybe that's just the way I am. I, I like the smaller technical players as opposed to the outright speedy, less technical. But I can remember I had said I would have gone Pickford, Walker, Stones, Maguire, Chilwell and Reese James as our wide men with Phillips, and probably Bellingham was where I was going with it as the two centre midfielders. I thought they were combative enough out of possession with Mount and Foden as two tens behind Kane, you know, Sterling's Rashford, Sancho's, Greedy. I wouldn't have had any of them at the start of the tournament. Um, so got absolutely nowhere near that, did we? You know, we were completely the opposite to that. Maybe that's just what I would have wanted to see, regardless of the style of play and, Got to a final, but you know, I was I was right on board. It's give give me memories I've never had before. When Shaw scored early, me and Joel were absolutely bouncing off the walls, and and I've never had that of England ever.
2: No, me neither. Just trying to think of the uh, the eleven I went for <laughs> before the game. And Andy Carroll. Oh, God, this concerns me. I think so. I think I had Pickford and goal, and then I had uh, James in Chilwell. On um, is either wing backs, and then I think the back throw went for Walker, Maguire, Stones. So I think it would have been the same as yours, Jack. And then in midfield, uh, I think I had Henderson. Um, who else did I have? <laughs> I want to say Bellingham, but I don't think I did. <laughs> I didn't say Bellingham. did I? I said Henderson. No, I said. <laughs> <laughs> I said Henderson is the holding. I think, and then I was going to put in front of him. It probably would have been. Oh, um, that, that oh, Jesse Lingard, fun. who wasn't taken, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> probably Lingard, and uh, in uh, Mason Mount, and then Kane and Dominic Calvert-Lewin. I probably would have uh, gone with. The... Yeah, I, I'm, I, I'm trying to think what I uh, I went for because I did actually WhatsApp it to you, didn't I, before, uh, did. yeah, and you were like, what, you're playing a right back as a left back, has that ever happened before? I was like, I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't think I would have said that though, but, um, um, yeah, go. no, you did, but, okay, um, great. great, so yeah, that, <laughs> <laughs> but there you go, I can't find it now, but, um, moving, it's irrelevant. Moving away from
1: England, I think we spoke about too much, so we've covered everything there is to cover, what would Three. we say, is our favourite team of the tournament outside of England.
0: Spain, very quickly. But, you know, Spain Spain, and Italy were the best two. Um, I think next year is Qatar, isn't it? And it's over the November-December period where even in Qatar, it's going to be 25 to 30 degrees. Spain are going to make people run and run and run. They just... I really fancy them. I know, again, clinicalness out front, the front three... I thought Luis I think Luis Enrique is an exceptional manager and my my tip for Qatar at the moment will be the Spanish. Hey you. While we've got you here at Test Pod, do you know what makes this podcast even better is if you got involved. Do you know how you can do that? find us and all the social media platforms being twitter facebook and instagram we're at tefs t-e-f-s pod or you can email us on tefspod at gmail.com what we'd love to hear from you is which country you'd like us to visit soon which players you'd like us to analyze what fantasy football team did you post over the weekend to rival ours or even you can help us settle our debate about which player enters our tefs fc And remember, you can do all of that at Teff's Pod on all of the social media platforms. Thanks for listening. We
2: hope to hear from you soon. Yeah, I think my favourite tournament, I know it's a bit bit of a cliche, isn't it? But um, it's got to be the Italians. Just the way they set up and the way they defend and the way Mancini's got everyone organised to an absolute man. I absolutely love their centre-halves, Benucci and... um, (laughs) Kalini, Kalini, <laughs> Um The pair of them are just absolutely just full of admiration for the pair of them and their desire and passion and some of the outlets they've got though as well. Um, is it Castagna? Is it Castagna?
0: No, that's you, not we, Castagna. We spoke about I, this we? Spoke about yeah,
2: castania <laughs> and Immobile. In, in, in just
0: Insignia, Joel.
2: Insinia. Um, in, in yeah. it's just there's just a certain swagger about Italy, isn't there? And I sense you Jack throughout the game when it started absolutely pouring down in Wembley. And this is irrelevant to football, but how nice are those Italian jackets that <laughs> wear. Just it's just the style thing and the fashion with Italy, isn't it? It's just, I don't know, not like the suits all the players are wearing. And um, yeah, it's just that's just done such a good job. And, and they de- they deserve to win it on the Agreed. on the balance of the tournament. It Agreed. was theirs. Well done them. Um and they're going to be really hard to break down for the uh, in the World Cup next November. Marco? And their, coach
1: who looks and their coach who looks like he's <laughs> every player from Guess Who, Have you seen the <laughs> blue <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> he's got glasses and like the ridiculous hair and the incredible mustache, uh, he, looks, he looks ridiculous been... but looks look so good at the same time. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> no, my I agree. my favorite my favorite team is actually Ukraine. Just for their philosophy of football, they were the most fearless team, and they have they had absolutely no right to be, because if you look at their team, there was Zinchenko FC, wasn't it? And, and Yarmolenko, Yarmolenko, who was a benchman at West Ham, like how I've never been so afraid of Yarmolenko when England played Ukraine in the build-up for the game. I thought, why have I ever been? When have I ever been scared of Yarmolenko's left foot? until now um but yeah ukraine's actual stats were like that there's just their style of football did anyone else notice it at all
0: oh yeah yeah absolutely the second the second ukraine drew sweden i was saying that i want ukraine in the next round and not because i think they're easier i think stylistically they are better suited to us because they'll try and play Good football. Whereas Sweden, I thought we would have had a real tough time with mm. the way we approached this tournament, breaking that down. Um and Ukraine deserved to beat them. They played really good stuff. You're absolutely right. And um
2: yeah, thankfully we got our wish and, and yeah. put
0: four past them. Ukraine well, well,
2: were actually my my tip before the tournament because you looked in the qualifying stages, they got 20 points, they didn't lose one game, won six out of their eight. They came above Portugal, yeah, got Czechchenko in charge. Um, and Okay, not a hugely uh, array of world class players in there, but yeah, I really just fancy them. Um, and yeah, okay, a little bit lucky to get through. and I know we, we hammered them, but um, yeah, they, they did well. And and what? Turkey, that was my other tip, that went down well, didn't it? Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> play three, lost three. Well done, John.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, scored something like they scored twenty three goals in thirteen ga- in thirteen games. So in that kind, of, this is including their the group stages and the qualifiers as well. That's quite yeah. impressive. Yeah, it's it's one, getting
0: up to two a game, isn't it? Yeah,
1: and just looking at their stats as well, like in in thirteen games they had sixty-one dribbles into the final third, hmm. seventy-five runs into play, seventy-five runs into the attacking third, hundred eighty pa- passes into the attacking third, 100, 106 key passes into the final third. They were not there to pass it around the back, to suck you in, and then attack. They were just throwing the kitchen sink in every opportunity. And they at their average possession, and granted they are playing teams like Portugal, and they didn't play they didn't play many um walkovers. Their average possession was 54%. Mm. Which is quite impressive,
2: mm. in
1: my opinion. But I think that they they were the fearless team and they were a the, they were just a pleasure to watch. Even more so against England because it completely Utilize absorb that absorb that pressure and then got them on the break. What about oh. whenever we've done the,
2: we've done our teams, what about our players? Yeah, about right? My yeah. one,
1: and it does feel bad saying an Italian player, but my favorite under my favorite player is the, the under 23 player Chiesa. Yeah. Who sure. they argued who are they argued should have been player of the tournament. I just think now I don't know about like, I think we said in the last pod when I was speaking about Locatelli. I don't really follow Syria. I probably should do now. Um, but mm. so I didn't know a lot about Chiesa going in to this tournament. And that might've just been sheer ignorance by me. because so I didn't know much about Locatelli either, mm. but just watching him play is exceptional. He doesn't look like he should be any good. He's not, he's not blessed with blistering pace. He's not, doesn't look short with a, like an insignia with low center of gravity, but he,
0: he is quick and cap, can this bloke dribble? Oh, yeah. When he come off in the final, I think it was yeah. for Baradi, who's a very good player anyway. Me and Joel said, yeah. thank God for that. You know, he yeah. was he was their best player by a mile, wasn't he, on the night? Absolutely. Yeah. Didn't he pick
1: up an injury or something?
0: I think so. You know, he, yeah, he, he was... Really? Yeah. As commentators would say? He was just the only one who looked like he could have cut through us. You know, yeah. with... Yeah. Um, for me... Player of the tournament is one of my favorite players in the world, anyway. Jorginho. I think the whole, yeah, the whole, the whole, I've been loving and praising this guy for years and years. And finally, he's starting to get recognition that he deserves. People were absolutely having, you know, digging him out years ago, saying, I'm out of possession. He's useless. You can just run by him, blah, blah, blah. They thought he was a passive sideways passer. Bloke is absolute dictator of the game. And him and Verratti completely. Uh, controlled on the night uh, midfield, I thought, with Barella in there as well. It's just a case of, you know, once they did get past on midfield, we had three very good centre-halves ready to shut them down. But, oh, the control um, that Jorginho had throughout the whole tournament was just first-class, just won the Champions League, just won the Euros. You know, it's, it's is he contender? I mean, I think now Messi's just won the Copa America. I think it's good night, yeah. like Vienna. But um, I would like to think Jorginho might make the top three for the Ballon d'Or.
1: Well, I think you've won that. Well, they were saying Kante, if Kante was to win, that he would have, he would have been favourites if France would have won the Euros. So why the, does that not... That there's Jorginho, a, Jorginho's actually obviously scored more goals.
0: There's a media there's bias goals. to Kante. Everyone loves him because he's the nicest looking guy ever. He runs around, wins the ball back, but people don't appreciate Jorginho as much for, mm. you know, because he's not known as a humble, nice guy who's been brought up from the lower leagues and they don't really relate to him as much. But cool, if you ask me which one of those two I'd rather have in my team, I'd probably
2: be in the minority, but I'm with Jorginho every day. Yeah, yeah, I think really. I'd probably go with. Um, I thought I'd probably have Jorginho over, over cante as well, actually. And I, I, oh. isn't it interesting because that injury he picked up during the England game? Jack and I were saying, I tell you what, if Jorginho goes done, off yeah. now, yeah. this is done. Yeah. And somehow he he, he soldiers through. Um, that was that was fascinating. But my favourite player in the tournament, uh, sticking with the Italian. And Jack, you'll probably uh, you, you'll you'll probably guess this is the right back Di Lorenzo. I love the guy. Yeah. 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 He's just brilliant, isn't he? There's just something about him. Just unreal going forward defensively. He's, you know, hard-hitting. How can we just brush past that two out of three
1: of
0: us would have Jorginho over Kante? It depends what you want in your midfielder, doesn't it? If you want someone who is... I mean, Kante's probably the best in the world out of possession, but I want someone who's one of the best in the world in possession. In possession, he's got so much better, though. Well, he's still nothing like Jorginho. It's right, what well, you just, want. It's, it's everyone's opinions.
1: Have have, with Jorginho, you have to have a, a, a brute next to him. You have to have No, Verratti. you don't. Tackle his own
0: nan. Yes, so you, just, you, you think Verratti's a brute at five foot well, six? Pitbull. pit bull. So well, that makes him a brute, does it? Sorry, who well, can't tackle
2: Jorginho? Uh, uh, sorry? Did you say Jorginho can't tackle? Or did you say That's, Verratti can tackle? Tackle. But Jack's just said at possession, he's
1: not great defensively.
0: No, no, I said that's what the media have portrayed. I've said people called Jorginho out for not being great off the ball. I think he's but smart, he, I think he's brilliant.
1: You think, you think that he is a standalone? He can, he, you, so Kante literally can do both, right? He can dictate the middle of midfield, no, he not can't, from that, not from a pivot position like Jorginho can, but he, he can can't do that dictate from midfield. Yes, he can. Oh, no, he can't. What, by dictate, do you mean as he can control the game as a pivot?
0: Control the game in general is absolutely fine. It doesn't have to be a pivot. But Kante can't control the game from midfield in possession. He this- has got He has got better. I absolutely agree. And I think he mainly got better because of Sarri. I think Sarri persisted with him as an eight as opposed to a holding midfielder breakup. And that brought his game on. I think Tuchel's probably brought it on another level. But in possession... There's, he's nowhere near Jorginho. Like out of possession, Jorginho's probably nowhere near Kante. It depends what you want in your midfielder. I okay. want someone who's going to control the game for me.
1: What sort of player would you have? Okay, so you'd play Jorginho as a holder there, as like a, as like a pivot, So you, as a single pivot. Yeah, yeah, why not? Yeah, so who are you
0: playing next to him then? Not, terms, not next to. You don't have to go next oh, to him.
1: All right, okay. Who, who else are you having in your midfield?
0: Wait, you look, at, to- look at Spain, Marco. Look at Spain. Busquets had Iniesta and Xavi in front of him, two absolute dwarfs. And you're telling me, Bus- Are you going to tell me Busquets was Kante out of possession? No, he was smart. He read the game. He intercepted. Jorginho is of that ilk. Busquets is he's absolutely of one of the best. Ilk. I-, I said he's of that. Look, Sorry, I'm not saying he's. Ben, ben, ben. I'm saying he's not. Listen, I'm not saying he is <laughs> as good as Busquets. Busquets has been the best pivot player for the last 15 years. But he is. Jorginho is that type of player. Where you're not you're giving him a disservice because he doesn't hit people and you know, tackle people 15 times a game, you don't have to. He uses his brain, he intercepts, he's, mm. he runs the game.
1: Yeah, I, I get where you're coming from, but I just cannot fathom how you can have Jorginho over Kante in your midfield. It's so I'm sure you have your reasons, biased as they may be.
0: Well,
2: yeah, you're Ooh, a Leicester hi. fan, isn't it? Let's just point that out to the, the listeners, of course, that you love Kante because you're a Leicester fan. Like, like Hoybier as a Saints fan. Would I have Hoybier over Kante? Probably. <laughs> I'd have, I'd have, I'd have, I'd have <laughs> Jorginho all day.
0: Ooh, I, I, You'd have what? Hojbjerg over Jorginho. Uh, Hojbjerg over yeah. Jorginho. Would you really? Yeah,
1: yeah. I'd have, a, I'd have about 20 players for Jorginho.
2: The thing is with Jorginho, if I look at every Italy game I've watched, he's been the best player on the pitch. Funny. Yeah, I'm not I'm not taking sides here. Just he I think he is absolutely and world class and in this tournament has shown really the pedigree he's he's got. But let's let's put out some listeners. Let's get out on social media. What do people think? I agree.
0: I'd be interested I'm really interested to see uh, Marco's team of the tournament now after he said that because there's he's ruling out if he's if he's slightly you know if he's slightly yeah, there's, the there's, there's no way in. there's no way someone like Pedri could could be in his team of the tournament either if he doesn't like Jorginho. You can't, you know, Pedri loads what of different I, just... I see him because you don't like Jorginho, and Pedri is that type of player himself, albeit as an eight as opposed to a six. But play? huh? He played as an eight, I... yeah. But it's the characteristics and the attributes are very similar. Pedri right, can way... do it, Jorginho. Role. I have mate, I... All I... I'm
1: not saying that what well, I'm not just saying that you can have if you had... you can have that you should have a midfield three of Kante's, that's not what I'm saying. I'm no, saying. But... It allows you, as a team, to have... In the way that I'd like to play football, literally gives you two... It's literally cheating. Because what he does is he gives you you more of a selection of other midfielders that you can have. You can have a wider variety of other central midfielders than Jorginho limits you to having other types of central midfielders. So you can have have Jorginho, Pedri, and then another lightweight... Uh, not not that lightweight's a bad thing, but a out of as midfield you'd have to have at least in one of those three a midfielder that is going to do the legwork is going to win you possession.
0: Disagree. Do you not? No. No, I don't. Right. I, I just I gave you the example earlier of the, the, the well, Barcelona but, three in midfield and how right. they were lightweight, but the second they lost the ball, it was bang, 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 press, press, press. So They're positionally great. And they were able to win possession and with a great high press, the, well, the counter press it didn't matter that they were really, really small. They could pass you. If you had a midfield of Jorginho Pedri and another of that ilk, you can say Verratti, by the way. I don't, you know, he, yes, he's great out of possession um, because he's tenacious. And like I said, he's pitbull-esque. Those midfield three, you wouldn't touch the ball. You'd be chasing them all day. They would just absolutely pop it round you. You wouldn't get near them. Second half, you have nothing left to give. And they, all three of them, have the ability to counter-press and win it back really, really quick. They're all smart players. What in a major tournament, you're not having
1: one player. You think that in a major tournament, you think people are going to be so level headed, right? We're going to pass it round you, and the, the opposition are going to just chase shadows the whole time. Absolutely not, mate.
0: It's it's everyone's football in opinion, Marco. Why is it that yeah. it's major tournament or
1: Sunday league? I just go fight in my opinion. I'm just I'm voicing my opinion. As much so as I think are. we've
2: we've heard both sides, which has been a, a good, a very good debate, and I'm really keen to hear the listeners' thoughts. One minute, uh, one please do, please do get involved, Kante or Georginio or Hoybier. Let's throw him into the, next, the <laughs> tournament, <laughs> Eastern, which takes us on very nicely. Board Board so, uh, <laughs> our team of the tournament. So come on then, Marco, your team of the tournament, your starting eleven. Sorry, did we have to prepare this? Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Let's, let's
0: let him think and I'll go first, shall I? Okay, let's let, on, let's let him think. So I've decided that I my team of the tournament is a 3-5-2 or 5-3-2, whichever way you look at it. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't think, to be honest with you, there, there are a couple of players that are, I'm going to get maybe a bit of stick for missing out. I didn't think there was too many great forward players at this tournament like performances. Mm-hmm. So I went with a back five, picked for goal, and Left wing-back Luke Shaw, back three of Benucci Stones and Walker. And right wing-back, although he played on the left, so again, feel free to criticise me, I don't think Spinozola can be left out of that team. Um, you know, right-footed guy who played on the left. So apart from Walker, I also didn't think there were too many great right-back tests, but it was quite, it was quite nice. Mm. Um, Kimmich was okay. But uh, yeah, so short, Benucci Stones, Walker, Spinozola. Midfield three, Jorginho, Pedri, Calvin, Phillips. Um, and two up front, I've gone with Lukaku. I thought he was probably the best striker. I know Ronaldo won the golden boot, three of them being penalties. I didn't think he had a particularly great tournament. So Lukaku uh, partnered with Patrick Schick of the Czech Republic. I thought, you know, five goals, level with Ronaldo in a country like Czech Republic, one of them being what's got to be the goal of the tournament. Um Notable names to miss out in that front line are obviously Kane, Sterling, Chiesa, etc. But for me, um, that's my best 11 of the tournament, Joel. Intr-
2: yeah, interesting because <clears throat> this is pre prepared before the tournament. So I've just been uh, let's ticking the players that you mentioned, Jack. So we've got seven of the same yeah. players, yeah, seven, seven of the 11. So uh, I've unsurprisingly gone for five for one. <laughs> <laughs> We're playing with the wing-backs, of course okay <laughs> so pickford in goal di Lorenzo what a tournament player of the tournament yeah. for me well done him the back three Maguire vestigard yeah Stones Spinozola yeah. Jorginho over yeah. can say I'm afraid uh Marco the three behind Lukaku uh Danny Olmo Pedri. I did have Hoy Bier in there I thought I've got to take out this is too defensive and I got um <laughs> Schillick but chick Czech Republic yeah. what a tournament he said so yeah seven of the same 11 there Jack how interesting Good
1: he, he, he... Olmo. huh because he had 23 attempts on goal in the like in the groups and knockout stages scored his goal N- goal no.
2: Yeah, but for me, he was absolutely sensational in that semi-final. And Spain Agreed. were really unlucky to lose yeah. that game.
0: Yeah. They really I-
2: were. And Almo, for me, okay, penalty miss. He ran the show. Terrific. Yeah, I agree. Gets it on that yeah. performance alone.
1: Fine. Because that's probably bad preparation on my point of view. I was researching other things. I've got Pickford, I've gone a 4-3-3. Uh Pickford, Walker Stones, Keelini Shaw. Kante my holding midfielder first name on the team and <laughs> Have you, l-
2: l- you just put him in before, after
0: will this you carry on? are you doing this as a wind up uh, no, no, no. you thought Kante was the best holding midfielder at the tournament <laughs> okay. oh, sorry carry on
2: how many games yeah. did he play okay <laughs> yeah
0: four yeah good.
1: okay carry on very good in all of them mm. Mm. who was better your junior yeah <laughs> a couple of Please, we'll I
0: guess, yeah. So who, who's in with Kante?
1: Pedri and Damsgaard. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kante Those players in front of you. Jorginho doesn't. Sterling, Schick and Chiesa.
0: Okay. Okay. Thank you for that, Marco, with your very good preparation, because you were too busy. What,
2: what was it you researched earlier? The age of penalty misses for England. <laughs> yeah, that was good, though. That was a really good stat. Yeah, yeah it was. I enjoyed that because everyone's <laughs> been hammering the players out like, too young, too young. And then you've literally just 28, 25, yeah. 26, 29, which just proves that argument is completely wrong, doesn't it? How did Testpot do?
0: Well, uh, Twofold. Because there was 29 in the League of the Dream team. Um, my personal one come first. I just want that on record before I go into it. I'm just going to look down now. Tef's came 27th out of 29. Um, so you
1: can't win stuff with kids. You're not relative.
0: <laughs> apparently not. I mean, literally, the team I was left with, um, in the knockouts, because obviously people go in their front centre. The only players I could find um, that were under 23 and had a chance of playing: Donna Rummer, so great. Um, Zaba, Zabani, Ukraine, eliminated. Uh, Eric Garcia, Reese James, didn't play. Foden got injured. Chiesa, Mason Mount, Ferran Torres, um, Wind of uh, Denmark, Rashford, didn't play. Moise, Moise Keane <laughs> had to go in that team. I didn't even know he <laughs> was there. I didn't know Moisheen was there. No, so um, that was that was yeah with the knockouts the only under twenty threes we were left to. So out of those, Chiesa grew into the tournament. Mason Mount played, Tor, you know Ferran Torres played, Donnarumma. Other than that, the maybe Eric Garcia played a bit, but hard to uh, hard to compete when um, you well, yeah are restricted to twenty threes and under.
1: Well, I think Italy actually had probably out of all the teams one of the most amount of, of under twenty threes. I'd argue, compared to some of the others.
0: Yeah, so they would have had, what, Donnarumma, Chiesa? Who else would have been in there? What's Borella? Moistakine. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I think we can count that one.
1: Moistakine. But, I mean, compared to Spain and Italy, they both, between them, had a fair few, and they got quite far. Granted, they have quality out them, but I think if we can agree on that.
2: Who's that um, young Bouncham winger? I think he was 19. Yeah, Doku. Yeah, Doku. Doku. Brilliant. Brilliant. Water yeah, not unreal. A he? Very long,
0: unreal. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I mean, where does he go now? It's going to be somewhere big, isn't it? Not necessarily this summer, but oh my god, Bayern. i room for him. Bayern. Oh, they
1: Coman's, really. I think Coman's just said he wants to come to come to the brand or leave Bayern. So because he's, he's they're not offering what he thinks he's worth
0: you imagine doku at buying Jesus Christ oh, absolutely
1: that left-hand side with alfonso Davies that is
0: electric that would uh, that would suit that that club and that that division would suit him down to the ground I reckon I to, yeah, yeah that'd be a great it. move great great business for for Wren because they signed him for something like 15 from andelect and you'd like to think andelect have a sell- on clause you know you ain't gonna don't think you get doku for less than 50 after this tournament
1: no, I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. Well, Chiesa's value's gone up to 54 now. Has it? Yeah, he's yeah. had a cracking tournament, in Chiesa? That's what it does, though. Superstar. That's, mm-hmm. it does have, guess, got in that... Remember the, was it the 20... 20 yeah. 2014. 2014. 2014. Yeah, not 2012. 2014 World Cup. Yeah. scored that real goal for Colombia and all of a sudden, pack your bags, you're going to
0: Madrid. Yeah, he was superb, wasn't he? So, um... I think should we summarise and think that um, right Gareth, we both we're both well, all three of us are happy with Gareth to remain for Qatar in the foreseeable future, Joel.
2: Yes, yeah, definitely. Um, let's let's see if he can bring it home in uh 2022 she's gonna be weird watching a world cup around christmas time isn't it november yeah. december um it's not got that same summer feel to it when it's freezing cold but no southgate i back for that tournament let's see how we do after that tournament and then if things don't work out then maybe it's time for um someone to succeed in but let, let, let's give them another chance definitely i mean what what a man what two a semi-final Back-to-back semi-final and of course the final first finals since 1966 huge huge achievement I think alone he should be knighted. But before I go to you, Marco, do
0: you think do you two think that we've now after this tournament got an identity in the way we play? And what I mean by that is when we have this period now of either friendlies or whether it's qualifications or whatever, I. Are we going to accept the style of play we've just played at that tournament, or are we as soon as friendlies come in? Is the country going to say it's time to now be expansive and play more on the front foot and get Foden, man? you know, get all of them into the team? You know, what, what, what's your opinions on it?
1: I think football is a very fickle game, and people don't remember how it, if how well we've played before, and I think the reason why we've not been in a final since 1966 is because Mm -hmm. we've not had had a philosophy. We have now got a style of play. What a philosophy gives you as well, it gives you a style of play, but it gives everyone an understanding of the the job, of the position they're in. So let's say we've, let's say, let's say Mounts got injured, for example. He plays in that 10. We've now got Foden and Grealish know exactly, amongst others coming in, by the way, essentially Greenwood as well. You've now got players who can come in who know exactly what to do. France, although they didn't have the best tournament, Kante did. <laughs> they know they play that. They play that four-two-three-one system where every player knows that role. Whether there's or Benzema's up front, they do. They, they do the same thing. Same for Spain. Knows, okay, there you go. Yeah, That's
0: they're 4 are aren't they, Every game.
1: Okay, fair play. That's a good yeah. argument. No, 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 I no, no, no,
0: I'm no, I'm I'm agreeing with you. I'm saying you know that Spain are the four 3 three religious yeah. every week and that whoever plays will have the same role as the person yeah. before them.
1: Exactly. And I think we can build on that.
0: And I think we've never
1: had that before. We've just thrown a load of good players onto a team sheet with a oh, you do this, you do this, you do this. But you you can't work on it. And when you get so little time with players in between on, on international breaks and that you have the camp certainly can't join and all of our best play, a lot of our best players are playing. It, it, across Europe they've got so many games for Premier League domestically there's so little time to work on it so when you do go back into those training camps you need to start off with right this is our philosophy this is how we change a few things I think there's I'm pretty good at playing devil's advocate I'm a massive pessimist there's not one reason Southgate should not be the England manager like I, if, no, like, I agree if, yeah so I I couldn't be and I I, I, I know he's going to listen to this uh, hmm. come today yeah. and I'm so sorry for doubting you for even having even having a shadow of doubt before this tournament started and we should be playing expansive football with Foden, Grealish and Mount all and all playing in one team and actually you are amazing <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think I'm we built
1: you have a poster that you can sign and send to me I'm gonna put it in my room
2: yeah, we we build from the back, don't we? And we, we we've got that incredible back line now of Walker, Maguire, Stones, and and Pickford, um, obviously Shore and, uh, and the other right back. I can't think of his name now. Uh, yeah, I think we've we've we build from there, and then you're right, the rest sort of. You know, can chop and change the likes of your Ashfords. obviously Kane starts, but Sancho, Grealish, Bellingham, they can all chop and change. But if we stick with that back four, we were so hard to break down, weren't we? Conceded two goals, all tournament. Set pieces, yeah. Yeah, it's two goals. And that's um, it's got to be the best defensive record, isn't it, in, in, in the tournament, surely? Yeah, we'll pick so... the golden glove. Yeah, I mean, that, that says it all. And, and when before in our lifetimes, and we watched England and said, actually, well, defence, we can defend. We haven't shipped goals. That never well, happens. Going into the tournament, that was our problem,
0: wasn't it? Everyone mm. kept saying we've got so much attacking talent, it's whether we can keep them out of the bag. Yeah. So, um, I yeah.
1: think England lost their label of good old England. We're just going to show up with a, with a self, with a, like a, I can't, I can't think of the word, but an, with an arrogance of yeah. our best players. Now we've actually got some substance behind it. We've got yeah. a philosophy that is working to an extent. Obviously, it can always improve, mm. and it's it, win a winner tournament has to improve. But we've got something, like you said, Joe, that we can build on, mm. and we've actually got identity of a style of football, which I think is amazing.
0: Agreed. So, uh, to summarise, thanks for listening, and uh, hopefully, the next time we talk about England, it will be in uh, 2022. Christmas time at Qatar where we'll be once again singing football's coming home.